0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: It's uh, everything I dreamed of. I don't want to tell my dad
0: that I love him? I still don't know what just happened. I'm just so grateful. Just so grateful for the opportunity to play this game. A legacy is not what you give people, it's what you put inside people, but also what they put inside of me.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond the Locker Room with Maria. Maria Prekjee's here with Trevor. Um, I'm not there. I'm in sunny palm desert again. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell yeah. you, what's the temperature there and catch
1: them? I think it's it's eight, eight degrees.
2: It's 55 here, high of 75. Oops. Let's get right to it because I'm was so stressed out Saturday and Sunday. So let's get to it for Trevor's take. Right. Okay. So you and okay. I were texting on Sunday. We'll get to that. Let's go in order of the playoff games all decided in the last second, except the last game we'll talk about. Um, that was last second, all on field goals and okay. Cincinnati, Tennessee, the poor Tennessee quarterback at the end through that interception shouldn't have thrown it. That's all I got to say about that game. You go,
1: <laughs> uh, I think Joe Burrow is awesome. And, uh, He's showing that he's a winner. I think that's cool. Cincinnati's getting all like they have something to root for because the Reds are terrible. And finally, thirty-one years they they're in the uh, they're in a playoff game that matters. I mean, there's like in town, there's like Cincinnati fans coming out of the woodwork too. You're like, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> dressing up like a tiger.
2: <laughs> well, and I love it that Joe said in the post-game interview that the field goal kicker. Was on the sidelines talking to someone else and he looked at him and he before he uh went out and kicked it, he goes, Well, it looks like we're going to the playoffs. You know, it looks like we're playing next week. He was so casual and he's is he a rookie? McPherson, is that a I think a so.
1: I think but so, yeah.
2: The confidence in him and the whole team and Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I think. I'm not I, I mean, that. I love him. I think it's great. I'm not gonna dress up like a tiger right now because they're not my yeah. team. But yeah, I I
1: I have a problem rooting for the Bengals. I have an ex-girlfriend that's from Cincinnati. <laughs> All they, We don't like those people. <laughs> I mean, they're really nice. But the other problem is the person that we'll get to later. But the person that they're playing to on the other side of the ball is really good. That Patrick yeah. Mahomes guy.
2: Yeah. So that's going to be a close one. But anyway, and then. San Francisco, Green Bay. I love uh, all the tweets. We're like, go Jimmy Garoppolo. He's great and he's hot from all the women. And I mean, the look on Aaron Rodgers' face at the end, he'll probably still get the MVP.
1: I saw him. He made a comment yesterday that was on the internet that was like, the only reason that people were rooting against me was because of my vaccination status. (laughs) And I was like, well, what about all the people from Chicago that hate the Packers and just hate you? Not about your status.
2: <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. And he just wasn't, you know, San Francisco got a couple lucky, um, not lucky, you know, a couple turnovers, and they made it happen.
1: They just, their defense played well. And, like, it was almost like the Packers couldn't play in the Packers' cold. It's like, what are you doing? I know. You know I mean, they couldn't. And, like, and did you see? Uh, the kicker was still practicing kicking when they were introducing the Packers players. Yeah. Like he they were like in the way and he was still practicing I and mean, like, that's dedication right there. That's why I don't know. Bad karma comes back and it'll get you. And now he's Oh, and four against the 49ers in playoff games. Yeah. Well, and then Jimmy G is, is nine and two where he doesn't throw a touchdown and Owen and, or seven and zero this year without throwing a touchdown. That's like, what an awesome stat to have. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's cool, guys. I haven't thrown a
2: touchdown. Of course, we're going to win. Love's <laughs> <It was laughs> amazing. I was just like, good for San Francisco, good for Cincinnati on Saturday's I game. Also,
1: there were also ripping Jimmy G about like, oh, is he a quarterback that can win? Is he this person that he's good? It's like clearly he is good. They're still winning. He can throw the. He's throwing yeah. the ball to kittle. He's handing the ball off. He's the starter. He's the key to the offense. He's got to start that ignition, and get that car driving, and it's just like. I mean, they kind of remind me of when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017 because uh, Wentz got hurt and they were the underdogs and they were always wearing the dog uh, mask. <laughs> yeah, I
2: remember that.
1: Well, it's, yeah, it's like it's like no one believed. Like even me, I've been pumping the 49ers' tires for the last like six to seven weeks, and I'm still like not believing. And I bet against them. I bet a dollar with a guy against him because he was he was a little lit and he's like he hated Aaron Rodgers too. That's why he wanted to. Well, yeah, and I think I a lot of people,
2: life. and you know what, Aaron Rodgers? it's not just his vaccination status, which, you know, some of these pro athletes, I mean, 97% of them have gotten it and they're it's just, fine.
1: It's just, yeah. It's his attitude,
2: man. Yeah. It's attitude. This year, yeah. Not a fan. I can't it's, even believe State Farm is still using them on the commercials, but. Oh, they have to probably. Yeah. So I mean, yeah.
1: What is, like Rogers, what is his next go? Like they say that like his best move would be to stay because that's probably where he's going to win a Super Bowl It's like the best chances, you know, you leave for another team. You got to learn a new system. You got to get players, you know? Yeah. It'll
2: be interesting to see what happens to him. And then um, what happens to this other guy called Tom Brady, the yeah. Rams Tampa Bay. I mean, I love it. They were down by a lot Tampa Bay and Tom Brady just yeah. comes back.
1: Were you uh I was at work, so I didn't watch, but I, I mean I watched most of the games. I obviously. love seeing your mouth. I, I was cooking, I was uh I was cooking, uh, you know, you look up, flip a burger, you're like, <laughs> Yeah. You know, and and so I'm like, God, the Rams are just they're gonna do it. And then right before the halftime, they fumble right after I say that. And I look at Nils and I'm like, you guess what? I am single-handedly jinxing Tom Brady and the Bucks into the next round. And then I, I, you know, it comes back out, they start winning. And then I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my, I have seen this movie so many times with Tom Brady. Like, I mean, I mean, how many games have you seen it where he's down and he comes back? I mean, like what? 25 plus games like that. Well, yeah, it's just so amazing to watch him. And you feel, you feel the players start to ride the, the, the momentum wave too. And like, he calls him every at five in the morning. He's like, You guys ready to win a Super Bowl this year? You're like, Yeah, yeah, I guess I am. You know? Well, it's like having, yeah.
2: He's so classy. Up. He was like, I'm gonna take some time. I'm gonna, you know, talk to my family. They're number one, you know, where Aaron Rodgers is just like, Well, I gotta I figure don't, this out. I don't know, it's just even in the tone of the voice, and that's just Aaron me being Rogers. uber critical because he's a great quarterback, but Tom Brady's a little classier.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like I heard somebody say on ESPN, they're like, he's, I wouldn't talk to him now because he just lost. He had a long season. And of course he's probably thinking about not playing. You need to talk to him like right before training camp and be like, Hey, what's up? You want to play? He's like, yeah, I'm going to play. And then Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a family that he talks to. It's all about him.
2: I know he didn't mention his fiance once. I'm assuming they're still engaged. So that game was uh, yeah. stressful on Sunday, and then Absolutely. and I didn't even care who won. And then Buffalo, well, then
1: like oh yeah, Cooper, Cooper Cup coming off those two catches, just like at the end of the oh Kate, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, Cooper Cup came up huge in those yeah. catches to get him into field goal position. I mean, like like you said, is it the the weekend of the kicker?
2: It was totally the weekend of the kicker because then Buffalo, Kansas City. Okay, this game was crazy. People have been talking about it all week, but. Uh, I was sitting here in this condo by myself, jumping up and down. I was texting you. You're like, you're a dork. I'm like, yes, I am. We know this, but two minutes, I had the stats here somewhere in the last two minutes.
0: How there was many? like,
1: there was like, I don't even like at least three, at least three touchdowns.
2: Yeah. Maybe um,
1: four. So, so I was like this yet, yeah. like that, that game was so amazing. So like every drive that the team had, Like, had they won on that drive, that would have been an all-time drive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they went down and got ahead. Mahomes, you're like, whoa, that was amazing. There's only two minutes left. Can they do it? Boom, Josh Allen, boom. They go ahead. And Mahomes is like, boom, another all-time drive. And then (laughs) Josh Allen, with a minute left, boom, all the way down, gets another. He, He scores again. And then you're like, was it 13 seconds or 17 seconds,
2: 13 seconds left.
1: And then like, and then there's all the skip skipulated, like, like, should they squib kick it to get the clock yeah. going? And then like, yeah, they probably should have, but like, I mean, like uh Freddie next door at the auto shop, he always says, you can always bet on the horse after the race. And I love that saying, because it's so true. That's awesome. Like all these, all the haters come out of the woodwork. They're like, oh yeah, they should have done this. And I mean, like the announcers, oh my God, Maria, could you
2: believe it? They had
1: 13 seconds. They had <laughs> <They have laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Tony Robo. Like, oh,
2: ooh, he was going oh, crazy. Geez.
1: I mean, it he's was, like, now scary. there's
2: 23 seconds to change your life. I wrote it down while I was watching the game because I am a dork. They were just, <laughs> and yeah, the, the armchair quarterbacks and all the analysts, you know, Rex Ryan was like, that's not how you coach 13 seconds. You do not kick it into the end zone when you have Patrick Mahomes on the other side.
1: But, you just gotta get. I think it's just you have to get that clock going, right? Yeah. But still, like, did you see Jason uh, Kelsey, your boyfriend?
2: Yeah. His
1: brother, his brother was at the game that plays the Eagles. He was cheering huge with his mom in the stands.
2: No, I love that his mom went to both games the weekend before we talked about yeah. that, and now and she's then, going to another. I love Kelsey.
1: Patrick Mahomes' wife like sprayed everybody with champagne. She's getting a big hard time about that.
2: Yeah. I think, I think it might be fiance or is he actually married? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. She was spraying people. Yeah. And then just, I was like, like, really? My,
1: my, my, my take with that is, Hey, why don't you spray yourself with champagne and then spray people? Okay. Yeah. Cause I am not one to get like, I'd be mad about that. People yeah. are like, Oh, I can't believe you're getting mad. It's like, listen, I personally, if I were at an Eagles game and I got hit, I wouldn't probably care that much, but <laughs> I, you know, so, yeah, I would be I'd be upset if you've ever been sprayed with champagne, it's like not cool. It's not like oh sweet, now I've got champagne all over me. I'm so happy, you know. <laughs> but the of course, end of that you know, game
2: whatever. was yeah. nuts. So now let's go right into the, oh, the so hold Travis
1: Kelsey at the line was like, if I have the inside scene, yeah. So he called that play, and then he's also told uh Tariq Hill that he just go outside. He blocked for him. So those yeah. two plays like that's crazy. Great, great athlete. Great guy. I, he got kicked off his college team. Awesome.
2: I he's did not partier.
1: know. Yeah. He <laughs> played for Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bearcat. <laughs> and his brother talked him into to get back on the team. I think he played quarterback too.
2: Oh, that's funny. Weird. No, yeah, he's, that weird? It was great. And then over time, the toss goes to Kansas city.
1: Yeah, this, I got a big star on this one now.
2: Yeah. I think so. College, I like the college rules. They each start yeah. at 25. And then they said, you know, after so many tries, the athletes are so tired. They don't want injuries. So they have all those crazy rules in college, but each team gets an equal opportunity. Yeah. It's like I after five, they have to go. For, yeah. They go have ahead.
1: to go for two in college. Right. So, like after yeah. five tries, they're forced to go for two, which I think is amazing too.
2: But yeah, I think, I don't think the NFL is going to change it, but I think I they
1: think, should. So I don't know. I, I just feel like that was such an epic game and kind of like, they will be like, like the rule is the rule. And I get that. That's how it is. And Kansas, I just, there's nobody's going to stop any of those quarterbacks from scoring a touchdown. We saw that the last five minutes. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I mean, you were praying for a field goal and that just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> like I texted my buddy. I'm like, this game's over. soon When they won that, the the coin toss, they were acting like they already won. Yeah.
2: Well, when you it's, have Patrick Mahomes, you know. And I'm like, poor Josh Allen, dude.
1: Poor Josh Allen. Poor Buffalo.
2: They did a great job, but I mean, it just, that was the most, this, this whole weekend was the most exciting weekend in football that anyone's seen anytime. That's what. that was you
1: know. the, That was the craziest game I've ever seen in my entire life. Next to the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. That's, I texted you that too. Yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> well, and um, for this next weekend, first time in 12 years that a conference title game will not feature Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. You texted me that. 12 years. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. It's like, it's like we're getting spoiled now. Yeah. We don't have to deal with them. I'm excited. So, I like, I like, I like the Bengals. I don't think they have a chance beating Kansas City but I really I like, I just, Kansas city's like so good. Like who, who wins the game with 13 seconds left? It ties it up. It's like, what? they went like I, 60 yards. It's like, what the hell?
2: No, I love that. I, I mean, it oh. was, it, the whole weekend was crazy and then everyone's like, and who says field goal kickers aren't part of the team. It's like, yeah, they're, they either get all the glory if they do it or none. But this next week, Cincinnati and KC, yeah I think Casey's gonna do it and then um, San Francisco Rams I think the Rams are gonna win my prediction is Kansas City with the Rams and the Super Bowl but
1: I kind of hope that's the case I just don't think that uh San Francisco has enough firepower so I'm jinxing them to the Super Bowl right now
2: you are you are. I am what about let's go back to your notes um, first off, are there eight teams or nine as of this morning? It's Wednesday morning that don't have a coach. I think it's, I think nine. Well, it was nine when I was going for a walk yesterday. And then all of a sudden they said eight. I'm like, no, I think it's nine. Well, I mean, it wow. could be
1: 10 with, with McCarthy and hot water and the, and they said that like, so first off, Sean Payton oh. has like, he's like two years on his contract, I guess. But he's done coaching. hes uh, They're saying that Doug Peterson might go there uh, as well as some other fellows. But I like Doug Peterson because he won a Super Bowl in Philly. But uh, they're saying that Jerry Jones might be behind the Sean Payton deal. And somehow he might be coaching the Dallas Cowboys in 2024 after his contract is up. So we'll see. Huh. Something to think about.
2: Well, Sean Payton was so gracious in his statement. I was listening to that. He and was
1: good. Did you see he bought that, uh, the owner a, a present party gift?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was cool. Total classic guy. Up. I love it. He went to Cabo and did nothing for two weeks and just, you know, had to think of stuff. But do you think, I mean, it was probably a really hard decision. Like you said, a lot of coaches don't aren't in his position where they can leave instead of getting fired. Most coaches get fired when they leave. He was in a unique position because it was his choice. And I love that the owner, Mrs. B, she's like, just come back, take the summer off, you know, take a few months off, come back and training camp. He's like, well, that sounds pretty good, but I can't. He said
1: he wants to get into uh, media. I think he'd be great. Uh, Yeah, I I think I thought I liked how he's like, well, how do you like your job? She's like, I hate it. (laughs) You know, just said something (laughs) like that. She's like, you're going to be just like me. You know what? Okay. So I got a couple things here. We'll talk about who's what's the other playoff game? Uh, the San Francisco NFC, LA. Rams. yeah. So San Francisco, we're, we're going, LA. we're going LA. I think LA is probably going to win that.
2: I think so. And I
1: think that they, uh, Beckham's been playing really well. He's proven that he is a receiver that can, you know, actually play. Um, yeah. Stafford has cleaned up his, uh, turnover messes as it seems. I think Sean McVay is like using plays that he runs it on first down every time. So he doesn't have to throw it. So he's like kind of taking down the numbers. So it's almost as if he can't throw an interception, you know? So he's cleaning up the quarterback position. I think that's going to really help him. Their defense is looking really good too.
2: Well, and Sean McVay brought him there to win a Super Bowl.
1: Exactly. And it just so, once I saw somebody say on the internet, I was like, just showing what, uh, Detroit, how truly trash they are.
2: I know. <laughs>
1: it's like, ouch.
2: <laughs> Someone's like, go Lions the other day. John texts, me yeah. in a group text. He's like, go Lions. I go, oh my Lord. Yeah, they but won yeah. two lots la- their last two games. That's huge. Yeah. But I think he's yeah, going to do, I think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. Um, I just, happen to I hate to see Bowl, it. Yeah. but it should be good. I Both games
1: should be good. I- If I had it my way, I'd like to see the Bengals win and then lose in the Super Bowl.
2: (laughs) Because of your (laughs) ex-girlfriend?
1: No. No.
2: Your ex-girlfriend. ex Because I I like LA so much more. (laughs) Okay, what else is on your list?
1: Uh, I got Carson Wentz. Um, They're pretty upset with him in Indianapolis just from reading the uh, Twitter. They just think he's trash and Now they're losing a couple people, I think. And they're like, if Frank Reich can't fix him, like they said, it was a Philadelphia problem. And I was like, okay, so like, what's this guy's deal? And they have to pay him like 22 million next year. So it's like, do you just get rid of him now? And they lost the first round pick and second round pick. Uh, So we'll see. I think they keep him. I just don't think there's anybody else out there. And like the owner was like, I wish I had Phil Rivers. You're like, ooh, ouch. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, and then Mike Tomlin, the Big Ben's done. And like I heard them on ESPN too. They're like, "You think Tom Brady's really going to retire? You think Big Ben's going to get a bigger retirement party than than Tom Brady?" Like, come on, no, 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 exactly not. So uh, Mike Tomlin, they're talking about like, are they going to draft a quarterback? Because you know, like job security. If you have a good quarterback as a coach in the NFL, that's job security. You know. Yeah. Like you got a quarterback, franchise quarterback. That's good for the coach. But he's like a, such a, he's like a God there. Yeah. Pittsburgh's a football town. Yeah. Yeah, you do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've I've stated that before. Uh, I like him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's about all I got here. Except for, uh, yeah, you're not here. You're warm. I know. I'll be
2: back next Wednesday and all of, um, February. So here's a funny stat from when Casey played Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago on the big screen. And can I mean, uh, yeah, on Casey because it was such a high scoring game. It said, "Sorry, we ran out of fireworks for because they do fireworks after every yeah. down."
1: That's funny. you know me. I, I get all it. the weird
2: stats. They ran out of fireworks a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and they had to put That's it hilarious. on the big screen. So sorry, we ran out because they scored. So they should have just
1: played uh, Katy Perry's "You're a Firework."
2: Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So another good weekend. I kind of go into depression after the Super Bowl. So um another
1: yeah, good I weekend.
2: I can't believe it's down to four. Four. I know. We're getting close. I, can't believe,
1: I definitely lost three dollars this weekend. Did I lose to you? Yeah, I, I have a two dollar bill in the car for you. I lost, yeah. A
2: two I, dollar
1: bill. <laughs> I lost two dollars to Nils and I lost a dollar to Spider. Oh my god! All because I'm the smartest guy in the room, just like Dash.
2: You're a big better. Well, we'll have to do some fun bets for the Super Bowl for sure. Oh yeah, for your prop Our bets. Prop bets. <laughs> prop bets. Yes.
1: You know I'll what we it. should do? We should get we should get fifty dollars in ones, and we'll go through and bet each other on the prop bets, and we'll see how we do.
2: We could do that. I have probably have 50s in one, 50 in one,
1: fifty dollars in one. I so. I most definitely do.
2: Well, coming up next, um, my friend, HD, The Voice, I work with him at the firefighter competitions. He played football and he is so into the playoffs. So I'm going to talk to him coming up. He might have a prediction or two as well. And just how football has affected his life. And it's going to be very cool. So stay tuned and hit that subscribe button. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy playing. uh, Enjoy watching the football. Hey, everyone. I want to welcome my dear friend. I just still call you HD the voice because that's what you are, right? Um, Welcome to the podcast. You're starting your own podcast, which we want to tell people about in a little bit. But so first off, so good to see you and you have a lot of jobs, but your main job is for the firefighter challenge.
0: Yes. Yes. Tell I, I'm, yeah. everyone,
2: and I work with you usually at Worlds, which is great. Tell everyone a little bit about that, and we'll give our our brothers and sisters in that
0: some love. Well, you know, I'm I'm uh, once first. Let me just say, I'm I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, yes, I'm the I'm the announcer for the Firefighter Combat Challenge, uh, fi- now known as the Firefighter Challenge. I've been with them now for uh, going on four seasons. And um, you know, for those that don't know about the firefighter challenge, is basically just a an, an amazing event that you know allows firefighters to show how they get through the daily stress of their job. You know how they physically get through it um, and and do those things, perform those essential functions in order to save a life. And they've gotten so good at it that they've turned it into a sport. And uh, I'm I'm honored to be an announcer for it.
2: Well, and it's great because it's such a big competition and these firefighters are in, let me just say, I've seen a, a few shirtless ones, men and women <laughs> who are just troughed. Right. And they do this to keep in shape for their job. And each um, each part of the course represents things they do every day, which is great. i yes. carrying so Rescue Randy at 175 pounds, so I can't even pick up. And here yes. are these women just pick them up and go crazy. So it's, it's a great program that uh, Dr. Paul Davis started years ago and you came on and the first couple of years were great. And then the pandemic hit. And I have to say the firefighter challenge really took all of that in and made, you know, they made lemonade out of lemons.
0: Yes, absolutely. It it was, um, you know, it was, it was scary, you know, for one, you know, to have an event where you have uh, people in such close proximity with, you know, athletes, with you know sponsors with corporate sponsors with everyone involved with the entire event and those you know those first two years that first year of of COVID that 2000 2020 we got through the entire season and uh, we didn't have any any cases you know we were very big and still very big on just the sanitization of the course um you know the, the the adhering to all the social distancing but even more so than that, what was so exciting about 2021, uh, once we were able to get events booked and, and firefighters started coming out, it was the camaraderie that was necessary again. People miss that camaraderie. And you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm I was excited. I was excited for, you know, to see what would happen year two. And you know, it, it it went off without a hitch. You know, we had a great, great year. Last year was a great year. I know. Congratulations this year... to all, all, all those winners, congratulations to all those winners who won if they're watching. It was, uh, it was, it was outstanding.
2: It's so much fun. I couldn't be there the last two years for Worlds, but hopefully this year, 2022 is our year because <laughs> announcing with you is so much fun. And you know, these athletes inside and out, and you are an athlete, and we're going to talk about that in your football career. Uh, but it is amazing to watch these men and women. And even they, you know, they do, they get sponsors out there to run the course and all this, and they call it the toughest two minutes in sports because it is.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. It's, um, you know, speak, speaking of that, speaking of sponsors, you know, um, just, just for example, you know, talking about, um, like the St. Lucie team, the guys from St. Lucie, they're, they're sponsored. They're one of the, uh, one of the sponsored firefighter teams and, um, you know, St. Lucie, Hobbs, New Mexico, just a countless, countless others. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's a testament to, to show how those firefighters and what they're doing in their communities. You know, the fact that they can get those local businesses to buy into their team, to buy into their efforts. It's not just about being out there, saving a life or, you know, stopping traffic, you know, and, and saving someone in, in an accident. It's really about showing people and showcasing them that uh, these are our firefighters and we're proud of them. We're going to support them in their event. And I mean, you should have seen the St. Lucie guys at the very at, at Worlds. They all had matching matching hoodies they had matching shirts and sweaters and I mean they were just it was it was exciting it was fun to watch
2: well and I've seen a few they've run some ex-pro football players on the course and let me just tell you it's hard and you were an ex-football player you've done training how does the training differ from what you did in high school and collegiate football from what these guys do? I know a lot of the guys and girls do CrossFit, which is amazing. Yeah. But it's a whole different ballgame.
0: It's it's definitely a whole different ballgame. You know, I can I can honestly say that, you know, CrossFit does it does prepare you from a cardiovascular standpoint for what the challenge is about to do to you, you know, because in all actuality, there's really nothing that can compare to just a flat out two to four minutes or three to five minutes of just going all out. There's nothing that you can train for. You can only pre- try to prepare your lungs or, or in your, and your muscles for as much as possible. But the one thing that I really like about the firefighter challenge, and I can, I, I bring that back to football is again, the one, the, 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 the level of workouts that you need to do in order to sustain yourself. Um, you'll find a lot of these firefighters, they'll, They'll be uh, getting into rowing a lot. They're into CrossFit. They're into uh, compound movements. Things that is going to strengthen their core. It's going to strengthen their 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 ligaments. It's going to strengthen them, uh, you know, from top to bottom. Because you're going to need that, you know, for you you need the the cardiovascular strength to run up those five flights of stairs. You need the 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 inner strength. You need that back strength, that core strength, to be able to hoist those 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 hoses of those five flights of stairs. You need those legs, you need those big legs for Randy, that one, like you said, that 175 pound rescue mannequin. So um any student athlete uh, you know, who has gone through some rigorous sports, you know, field hockey, and I'm talking to the ladies too. So whether it was soccer, field hockey, football, track and field, base, basketball, baseball, no matter what you went through, you went through some some tough training. And the firefighter challenge is definitely, uh, def- definitely mimics that.
2: Well, it is amazing because we've had some, you know, ex NFL players, we've had basketball. I mean, they've been throughout the years and years, different people, and they're just like, holy cow, this is tough. But let's talk about football tough because it's a different type of tough. I yes. mean, especially the season people i mean it's we'll get to that in a minute but mm-hmm. how did you train uh growing up in high school and then college
0: yes well uh i will tell you i'll tell you what you know let me let me get comfortable for this one okay, perfect <laughs> um, i love because it because in high school we did uh, camp obviously summer camp um but we we practiced two to three times a day um in the heat, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it was a lot different, different. I want, I don't want to say back in my day because I'm not that old. I don't have, you're me, not that I don't old. have grade yet. <laughs> um, but you know, when I, when I was younger going through high school and college, you know, it was very rigorous. Um, I played offensive line. I played offensive line and defensive line in high school and college. So, you know, when you're in those trenches, there's, there's no, there's no, 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 uh, no seats, you know, you, you gotta, you, you gotta get in it. You're in it. And, um, it's, it's a lot of footwork. It's a lot of strength training. It's a lot of core training, uh, Olympic movements. You'll see a lot of Olympic movements in uh CrossFit, <clears throat> for example, um, hand cleans, power cleans, uh, a lot of bench squat, um, deadlift. You see you see a lot of uh, bench squat and deadlift, especially in, uh, in the CrossFit world, because you need those extra muscles. You need those compound movements to just to help you move around.
2: So what would be a typical day? I know you played high school and college. So compare the two. What would be a typical day of practice and training in high school and then college that steps it up? I well mean, I'm just two to three times a day where you actively I know nowadays they don't use pads and hit throughout the week in the pros uh as right. much to keep safe and everyone healthy but how right would you do right,
0: that? right that that was definitely um in in college um you know in, in high school it wasn't really we you know we just did the two a days and that was basically you know we were teenagers you know you're talking about young kids so you're not really doing rigorous training. You know, it didn't, it didn't really get rigorous until I got to college. Um, a day in the life in college, you wake up at five 30 in the morning, um, five 30 in the morning, you, you're, you, you're supposed to be down at the field house and on the field at six 45 AM. So
2: you lost me already at five 30. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, you know, and, and this would be, this would be like, you know, a uh, uh, summertime, you know, so, uh, on the field, on the field at 645, you know, uh, uh, in, in half pads. Normally it would be half pads, or so just helmets and shoulder pads. Um, 645 until um, probably about nine for the first practice. Um, you, you go back and breakfast or brunch, lunch is, is at 11. Uh, you break from 11 to about 1.30, 2 o'clock. You're right back on the field for that afternoon practice. Um, you practice from two to i say about 4 5 o'clock you finish that afternoon practice with sprints oh. <sighs> and then um then, then after uh after 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 the evening practice you go to dinner um, then after dinner you will have your film session probably about 7 30 eight o'clock have your film session from uh eight to 9 30 and lights out at 10 to do it again the same day tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I mean, talk about Groundhog Day. So that was in the summer. I always yeah. think because I went to college and had fun. I was on the team of the sorority and probably, you know, <laughs> maybe a workout, a run twice a week. Yeah, right. it wasn't pretty. But how did you balance studies with all that? Because I know during the school year, I'm assuming they gave you time for your studies and you had to go to class.
0: Yeah, so yeah, all it was, all summer. you know, one thing that I want everybody to know yeah, you know, everybody who who watches you and, 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 you know, being a student athlete is about sacrifice. You know, um, you, they're, they're, they're just, you, you did not have a social life, you know, and I, and I you know, let me not say that. I don't want to say that you didn't have a social life, but when people were hanging out, you weren't, you were preparing for practice the, the following morning because you had to be up at six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. Um, You didn't do a whole lot of drinking because alcohol atrophies your muscles and you spend the entire week working out and getting strong and getting buff to then go out and drink on a Thursday or Friday night. And your game is on Saturday and you'll be just you'll be toast for uh, Saturday morning. Let's put it that way. So um, you just you you had to get it done. And, you know, I graduated with honors. You know, I graduated with a a three point four, you know, with a, a major and a minor. Uh, and I, I was the captain of my team. Uh, so there, there was no, you know, going back home, there was no look, you're playing football. So you get a pass on your grades. Now it was like, if you want to play football, you better get those grades. So I didn't have I, I have very, you know, two loving parents who made sure that, you know, if, if I wanted to have fun and play a game and enjoy the sport, then I had to do the work uh, in order to make it happen.
2: Which is so great to hear because you do hear a lot of times. Oh, he played football, or you know, any sport, and oh, the teachers kind of let him. But I, I don't really think that happened a lot. Maybe way, way back, but I, especially now, those kids, there, it's like you did. It is regimented.
0: Yeah, it's it's not. You know, the, the way things are now, <clears throat> the way things have have become, um, there is no there is no more being swept up under the rug because now you have athletes who want to become businessmen, businessmen and business women, and you start sweeping that financial education or that historical education or that social education under the rug. Then when it's time for you to use that historical fact or that mathematical fact or that social fact, you're not going to have that. So, you know, no, it, it was um, there, there was school and my school work um, student became, became before athlete and, and, you know, a student became came before athlete in my household as well as in in school. So, you know, th- I would not have been able to be an athlete ha- were I not a good student.
2: So, let's talk. I've so much talked about captain yes. of the team. Yes, you're a leader. I know you. This is that's your persona. You are confident, Aww. and and he's really a big teddy bear too. But you Thank know, you. You're confident, and you just you're so all around. Yes. Um, in so many departments. But what did you learn from being the captain and how hard was that? I mean, you had to lead the team besides the coaches.
0: I I became captain when I was a senior. So for three and a half, four years, I played, you know, my fifth year senior for three and a half, four years. I'm, you know, messing around with my boys, with my teammates, you know, with the guys who were captain. You know, I'm messing with them like, ah, whatever. We're, We're not listening to the captains, blah, 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 whatever. (laughs) We're not running hard. And then the year I became captain, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to now get the entire team because I'm, I'm, you know, the the offensive lineman, I'm the captain, you know, now everybody knows me. So now I've got to get this entire team to now one perform and perform well because I don't want to look bad, one, and I want to win. I want a championship. Um, and what that did, that 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 showed me how to separate management, how to be a good manager. You can be a good manager and a good friend and not mix the two. Um, but you also have to lead by example. You know, when it, when it was, I'll never forget, I'll tell you a quick story. We had, you know, it was the middle of summer. And um, all the linemen watching this know what monkey rolls are um uh, you know if uh, you get on a five man sled and just to put just to put it plainly and make it quick it's a five man sled you start with one man on the first the first dummy the first mat you hit that dummy you you roll on your butt and you and you do it again and you do it again until all five of you have now hit the mat all at the same time so it's probably a 90 degree plus long island new york summer very hot. It feels like the sun is like right there staring at you. So our former Marine of a coach, Frank Lamani says, okay, who's going first? And everybody starts humbling, grumbling. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. And and all I could think of was, you know, my, my uncle is very um, pivotal in my life. And my uncle said, you know what? You have to be the one to get out there and show them that you love it. You have to get out there and be the one to show them that you're crazy enough to get out there and in the heat and do it and love it. And I hear my uncle and I'm like, when, when coach says again, who wants to go? I'm like, I do. <laughs> He's like, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. But, you know, long story short, through that effort, um, we became the only undefeated team in our school's history. We won a championship that year. Um, the only undefeated school in our uh, undefeated team in our school's history. Um, yeah, I played division two, but, you know, I still won championships. So, you know, a win is a win is a win.
2: Heck, yeah. No, I know. I was reading that on your bio and I was like, what was that like? I don't care if you're, you know, an SEC school, Long Island University, whatever. It's championship. Yeah. And what was that like? And holding that record of being undefeated still.
0: It's 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 surreal. Is surreal because not many NFL players get championships. Not, not many, not many college players win a ring. Not many players win a, win, win a ring period, whether it be with, no matter what of the three levels you're in high school, college, um, or pro you, you, not many people win. And I was able to win a championship in high school and I was able to win two championships in college. Um, and It was it's I'm even getting getting chills right now thinking about it because I'll tell you I'll tell you what it taught me or what it showed me Um, for a while when I graduated. I didn't want to go to an NFL game and I didn't want to go to an NFL game because I didn't make it pro myself. And I was just I was kind of salty. I was kind of salty. I'm like, man, I wanted to be pro. And, you know, it would have been fun. And, you know, again, not everybody goes pro, but we all have aspirations. So one day one of my boys says, "Hey, you want to go to a Giants game?" I'm a Giant, I'm a New York a New Yorker, so I'm a Giants fan. So I said, "Yeah, why not? We'll go to a Giants game, you know, have have a couple of drinks and have some food and enjoy the game." I get to the game and I thought I was going to not have a good time and I thought I was just going to be little little bit dejected. Um and they scored a touchdown and I heard the crowd roar and I was like, "Wait a minute." I've heard that before because it was the same roar when I was in college, when we won, when we, when we won championships or we, when we won big games or when we scored. So I was like, Oh, I didn't miss anything. I I, I did. I, I experienced this. I mean, I, maybe it wasn't 110,000 people. It was probably 30,000, but Hey, I still experienced it. Whatever.
2: That's interesting to me that you didn't. I mean, I could see why you didn't want to go, you yeah. know, I, I, I was not an athlete in high school. I was the pom-pom cheerleader, but I even, this is going to sound so silly, but a lot of times I tried out once and didn't make it in college. And then I was like, well, should I try it again? And I guess my point is it was fine for me. I had fun in high school, you know, all of that in college. I went on to other things, but you have to want it in high school and college. You have to want it. I'm competitive in a lot of things in life, but sports is not one of them because I'm not very athletic in that (laughs)
0: sense. Yeah.
2: But how did you keep that drive of you just wanted it? High school football, your high school and college football, All American. How did you keep that going? And how do you keep it going in everyday life now?
0: It's good questions, Maria. Those are some good questions.
2: HD will answer those questions and more next week. So stay tuned. And now a quick little Maria's minute. My glasses always have full. HD's glasses full. Have fun this weekend. Watch some football and maybe just take time to relax
0: with your loved ones.
2: Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.